0: All right, so we're back. <clears throat> so let's get into the story about this uh, DC cop. who well, He was playing GTA or he was in the movie Dirty Harry. And uh, this was the end result. Let's get into it. Wall Talk Radio, live in 4K.
1: emotional reactions. A jury finds DC police officer Terrence Sutton guilty of murder, conspiracy and obstruction. That verdict coming down roughly an hour ago. Prosecutors say Sutton chased a DC man, Karan Hilton Brown, who was on a moped right into oncoming traffic and Brown was hit and killed by a car. Our Bruce Lashan has been following this case for months now. And Bruce, you've been talking to people outside the courthouse about this verdict and how are they reacting tonight?
2: Uh, Shock, amazement. I mean, this is remarkable. It's unprecedented. It's historic. A D.C. cop found guilty of second-degree murder. There was a chaotic scene both up in the courtroom and out here on the sidewalk next to the courthouse. Take a listen. Yeah!
3: Yes! Hold him accountable! Hold him accountable! Stop killing us!
2: That is the reaction of Nene Taylor, who is with Harriet's Wildest Dream. She's a longtime uh, black civil rights activist, former head of uh, uh, DCBLM, Black Lives Matter. Uh, Karen Hilton, uh, the mother of Karan Hilton Brown, who was chased out into traffic and hit and killed, was in the courtroom. She began screaming uh, as the verdict was announced. Uh, she said, you bloody something uh, you're done. You're finished. Uh, the marshals began converging on her. A, a friend of hers tried to push her out of the courtroom. Uh, the marshals ended up arresting her, charging her with assault on a marshal. Uh, the mother of Karan Hilton Brown is, uh, we understand, going to spend the night in jail and will go before a judge herself tomorrow. But again, back to this verdict Uh, officer Terrence Sutton had been accused of chasing Karan Hilton Brown for three and a half long minutes down blind alleys the wrong way down one way streets and eventually out into traffic where Karan Hilton Brown was hit and killed by a scion that had no idea he was there. Uh, The prosecutors alleged that was in violation of MPD general orders. And the jurors, after five days of deliberation, agreed, finding Officer Sutton of guilty of second-degree murder, also guilty of conspiracy and obstruction of justice for covering up what he had done. His supervisor, Lieutenant Andrew Zabavsky, also found guilty of conspiracy and obstruction of justice.
0: So his supervisor wanted to go down with him. Okay? They thought they were above the law. And they say there's no racism in America, no racism, none at all. This is the first time actually a D.C. police officer has been held accountable for their crimes. That says a lot. Let's see what could happen, you know, with the L.A. Sheriff's Deputy Department. Look into that executioners the jump out boys the wayside whiteys. There's a lot of work to do with the criminal justice system, a lot of reform.
2: again, for covering this up right from the start, right after it happened, October 23rd, 2020. There were days of protests, but today a lot of activists feeling like they have been vindicated.
0: When I went in, I double checked. Um, with me? With you. Yes, I was like, is it guilty? You said, yes, all charges. I was shocked. I was more so shocked than anything, yet, at that moment, a joy came over me for accountability, accountability, not justice. At the end of the day, there's no winners. Uh, Our community lost a young man. He died. Kern will not be able to bring her son home, even with a guilty verdict. The U.S. Attorney's Office
2: asked for the judge to order Officer Terrence Sutton, set back, ordered him, uh, asked him to order him hold off to jail after this conviction of secondary murder. The judge refused to do that. Hasn't set a sentencing date yet, but Sutton will go home. Zabowski will go home to their families for Christmas and face sentence.
0: Wow. They get to go home and spend time with their families, but the person that they murdered doesn't. That is, that is insane. Like I said, this is the, as uh, CJ Hito used to um, says, a fellow YouTuber, he says, they got the right complexion for the protection. I'll say it again. They got the right complexion for the protection. They get to go home to spend Christmas with their families, convicted of murder, but they get to go home and spend Christmas. I guarantee you they would not give this much leniency to someone of black skin if they messed up and tried to hide the fact that they killed somebody and let that person be white that they killed.
2: Up to 40 years for second-degree murder. Lorenzo, back to you.
1: Really like what Jay Brown said there, you know, there, there are no winners here. You're talking about a family who lost their loved one and a little girl who's, who has to grow up without our father now.
0: I disagree. The winner is the mother here because she got justice from these two people who conspired to cover up murder. And these are the people who uh, took an oath to protect and serve. Let's keep it moving. All right. Uh, with the next story, uh, Mr. Mayor Adams. And uh, look what he wants to do. What are your thoughts on this one?
4: To deal with the public health crisis that has eluded mayors for decades, Mayor Adams announced his plan to take people with mental illness off city streets.
3: He's directed police and emergency
1: medical workers to involuntarily hospitalize more of them, he says, to get them the help they need. And now, CBS 2 political reporter Marsha Kramer is here to sort it all out. Marsha.
3: Well, Dick and Christine, the mayor who first began dealing with the city's homeless crisis by taking down homeless encampments says he has a moral obligation to get people with mental illness to help. THEY NEED WHETHER THEY WANT IT OR NOT, WHETHER THEY HAVE THE CAPACITY TO KNOW THEY NEED IT. CIVIL RIGHTS ADVOCATES ARE UPSET BUT THE MAYOR IS PASSIONATELY INSISTENT HE'S DOING THE RIGHT THING.
1: I KNOW SOME PEOPLE MAY LOOK AT WHAT WE'RE DOING SAYING THAT WE ARE TRYING TO uh, DO SOMETHING TO TAKE AWAY THE RIGHT OF PEOPLE. NO, WE'RE NOT. The right is that people should be able to live in dignity.
3: With passion and a sense of moral outrage, Mayor Adams announced a controversial plan to remove people with severe mental illness from the streets and subways whether they agree to it or not. He said it is wrong to see people talking to themselves delusional and doing nothing until they carry out a dangerous act. That is just so irresponsible.
1: That we know that this person is about to probably go off the edge and harm someone but we're going to wait until it happens not in this administration
3: the mayor issued a directive to first responders outreach workers and people at city hospitals saying that state law gives them the legal authority to provide care to people when their mental illness prevents them from meeting their own basic needs or they are a danger to themselves
1: this policy has been confirmed in written
3: guidance from our state
1: office of mental health.
3: The New York Civil Liberties Union insisted, "quote The mayor is playing fast and loose with the legal rights of New Yorkers." But Brendan McGuire, chief counsel to the mayor, said the mayor is on firm legal ground.
1: Certain conditions have to be met, that's, and that is that's been laid out in New York State Office of Mental Health guidance.
3: To make sure the conditions are met, the city is setting up a teleconsult hotline. Outreach workers and first responders in the field can use cell phones and iPads to show clinical experts the person they're dealing with in real time by observing the person and talking to the outreach workers the expert can then decide whether the person should be brought into a hospital for evaluation Dr. Mitchell Katz says a hospital evaluation is then needed
0: okay my thing is this okay not everybody who's on the street is mentally ill but I understand what he's saying that he wants to take them off the street before those who are mentally ill end up doing something, you know, that could have been prevented. Okay. Uh, They need to find a way maybe to build a uh, housing facility for these people. Those who are not mentally ill, but they just need job and they need training to get work. That should be available for them. And you need to start, uh, Treating these medical staff a little better since the mandate has been uh, um, I think the mandate should be lifted Okay, because the nurses are understaffed because um, Not many people are willing to work And follow the guidelines in order to be on the job So there's a lot of work to do here Okay, involuntarily uh Something has to give. All right. When it comes to that. Yeah, it sounds wrong. But at the same time, it also sounds wrong to have dangerously mentally ill people harming New Yorkers. Which will drive down tourism, which will drive down uh, people wanting to stay in New York and will want to move out. Especially people who own businesses
3: because it is often difficult to decide what to do with trains whizzing by.
5: When that full evaluation happens, the psychiatrist may conclude, this is not
1: someone with mental illness, this is somebody who is on drugs. Different issue, doesn't, isn't part of the mental health law.
0: Wait a minute, people who are on drugs frying their brain, okay? People who do marijuana, they have memory loss and other problems, okay? People who do other types of drugs, hardcore drugs, and marijuana is a gateway drug. Um, side note, though, but people who do hard drugs, okay, they're frying their brain, okay, which will lead them to be mentally ill. So I don't know what you're talking about with that, Okay.
5: You can't know
1: that on a, on a subway station. Once they go to the emergency room, psychiatric uh, clinicians will observe that person and then make a determination.
3: Now, the mayor's plan also includes an 11-point legislative agenda to, f- agenda to fill in gaps in the mental health laws. The mayor said that the program could also be applied to those who aren't homeless. He urged New Yorkers to become what he called trauma identifiers and to call either 311 or 911 to get help for people they see are in need of help.
0: <sighs> some, I mean, some people are saying that this could be used as an attack on minorities, the cops could be used to arrest, uh, arrest minorities. It could be a sly way of using stop and frisk. Some people have said that, all right? So that could be, you know, Hey, I can't put it past them. I can't put it past them because our government is corrupt. All right. We have a lot of issues. Okay. A lot of issues. That could, you know, there's also the issue of private prisons. We have that. Okay. That still exists. Right, it's not a, uh, a fantasy when it comes to that. One moment. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, here we are. All right. New York City to hospitalize more mentally ill people involuntarily, involuntarily as part of the initiative, the mayor says. New York WABC officials outlined a new plan on Tuesday to help more people experience several mental illness in New York City. A detective has been issued immediately to city to city workers. Including police, fire, EMS, and health department employees to transfer anyone having a psychiatric issue and refusing voluntary assistance to the hospital where they will be evaluated. It's part of the long-term strategy announced by the mayor to address individuals experiencing severe mental illness with an immediate shift in how we interpret our obligation to those in need. Officials said state law allows intervention where severe mental illness prevents an individual from meeting basic human needs. A common misunderstanding persists that we cannot provide involuntary assistance unless the person is violent, suicidal, or presenting a risk of imminent harm. Mayor Eric Adams said, this myth must be put to the test. Going forward, we will make every effort to assist those who are suffering from mental illness and whose illness is endangering them by preventing them from meeting their basic needs. The new directive creates an expedited step-by-step process for voluntary transportation for individuals in crisis, which states explicitly that it is, an, it is appropriate to use process this process when individuals appear to be mentally ill and unable to meet their basic needs. Police will receive enhanced training for basic needs interventions, including engagement strategies to try before resorting to removal. Training started Tuesday morning. The city will also launch a new telephone hotline for police to provide guidance when they encounter people in such a crisis. The officers will receive real-time access to consider potential response to individuals with mental health needs. All right. The phone number will be staffed by health and hospital personnel and will be running by next year. Additional special intervention teams will be paired with police officers to help them get people in crisis into care. City will also pursue legislation to get basic needs standard and for involuntary intervention written into state law. The city believes that it is already the law, but codifying court president will help us make it widely understood. NYPD works day and night to improve the quality of life of all New Yorkers, especially our city's most vulnerable population, said NYPD Commissioner Kitchant L. Stewell. This is a long standing and very complex issue and we will continue to work closely with our many partners to ensure that everyone has access to the services they require. This deserves the full support and attention of our collective efforts, while many praise the city's efforts to keep steps. To help those who are with severe mental illness. Not everyone supports the new directive. The mayor's announcement leaves many details unspecified, questions unanswered, and the administration must provide more information on the intentions, implement, implementation, non-police imp- investment in its plan. Said public advocate Jomaine Williams, a framework that continues to center over reliance on police, diminishes the role of health professionals and deprioritizes the role of peer support, will not be sustainable or effective in meeting the needs of New Yorkers in the need of a city in crisis. All right. Read some of that there. I mean, there is a uh, deep concern because police are not really trained for that type of stuff. Okay. <clears throat> and There's going to be issues with that. Like I said, it could be a sly way of using stop and frisk. All right, on to the next story.
3: All right,
0: where we are? How cold do you think this Christmas was, this question? How cold do you think this Christmas was?
5: Now it could be the coldest Christmas in four decades for the U.S. This as a major winter storm sweeping the U.S. More than 90 million people from Washington state to Maryland are under a winter weather alert. As a winter weather bomb cyclone, an unofficial term for a powerful, rapidly strengthening storm, is headed towards the U.S., likely to disrupt holiday and travel plans as it gets busy. About 80% of the nation is set to experience sub-zero temperatures including places as far south as Texas. The National Weather Service has warned that wind chills could plunge to zero degrees in Portland, Oregon, and could potentially plummet to 25 degrees below zero in parts of the, of the Cascades in Northern Oregon and Southern Washington state. Those mountainous areas could receive up to five inches of snow and nearly half an inch of ice.
1: you know, four or five times a year where we actually reach overnight temps of uh, 25 degrees or lower. Um, So when we're seeing temps of 15 and wind chills of like minus one and minus five, that really shows you how rare this is. Uh, I think in my seven and a half years uh, living in the Pacific Northwest and and specifically here in Monaco County area, I don't remember a specific instance where I can remember temperatures quite this low. People are to be prepared. Portlanders are not always great about being prepared. You know, they look for ice melt when there's four inches of snow on the ground. And this is one time they're really taking it to heart. Uh, they've been coming in and buying faucet covers, they've been buying ice melt, they've
2: been buying snow shovels, the things you need for emergency uh, pipe
5: insulation. The snow and freezing temperatures through Washington. State created some hazardous travel conditions with road crews working nonstop to keep the streets and highways clear for travelers across the state. The street crews stayed on duty as the snow fell throughout the night. But despite working round the clock to clear off the streets, slush and ice still made for dangerous driving as far north as the Canadian border. The storm is causing many disruptions. Some places saw 15 inches of snow from over the past two days. Whatcom County, Washington had fierce winds that led to snow drifts around the town of Linden. Americans in the upper Midwestern U.S. and Great Lakes region have been advised to secure enough food, water and essential medications to last at least three days. In case of a blizzard warning, residents have been asked to stay home and wait until the warning has passed. The National Weather Service has further passed instructions on safety measures to be adopted by people, whether indoors or outdoors. A massive winter storm is expected to bring icy temperatures, howling winds and blizzard conditions to vast swaths of the U.S. and parts of Canada in time for the holiday season. With a few airlines already issuing waivers to passengers in anticipation of the bad weather, it seems that for many, delays and missed flights could be a major spoil sport this se- festive season.
0: Seems like uh, Christmas was very cold for a lot of people, very brutal. It's very cold up here in New York. <clears throat> All right. So. Let's talk about men in the workforce now. Let's talk about that. Why is this happening with men in the workforce now?
1: seems to be something missing from the American workforce. We're not talking about Henry Campbell, right? Fair use. That is, well, sort of, right? Men, men are missing from the American workforce. New government data shows more men are out, more women are in, many of them working in fields traditionally dominated by guys. So what's behind all of this? Vanessa Yurkiewicz. What's up? Why are the ladies taking over and the men backing out? Is this a good thing?
4: Yeah, it's a good thing, and there's some bad to it. But overall, during the pandemic, you know, we lost so many jobs. But what happened is both men and women have gained all of the jobs back that they lost during the pandemic. However, we are seeing something very interesting happening with middle-aged men and women, fewer men in the labor market, more women. So what's behind this trend? We set out to find out.
3: Good morning, Winston. Let's start the day.
4: It's a typical day in the Schnitzler household. 17 month old Winston is up and parents, David and Allison are getting ready for work. Winston is fed. There's some play and then the morning goodbyes. Bye bye. Bye bye. They're off to work. Have a good day. Allison, a family physician and David, an insurance underwriter. Now an at home dad.
0: Caring for Winston, tending to the house. Playing with him, all of that comes first. <laughs>
4: Last year, the Schnitzlers made a significant life change. We made that decision uh, to, to have me stay home. David quit his job to take care of Winston full-time so Allison could continue her career. We're happy with the roles that we're in. It's phenomenal. And in recent months, more men ages 30 to 44 have been dropping out of the workforce, according to data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. The labor force participation rate for men in that age group is lower than it was pre-pandemic.
6: I I don't think it's a secret that many of us
0: rethought our whole work-life balance. What were we doing? Who's raising the kids? How, How do we want our family to work? That's a question that a lot of families have been asking themselves.
4: And more women in recent months, ages 30 to 44, are participating in the labor force and at a higher rate than pre-pandemic, according to Labor Department data. And they're moving into more male-dominated industries.
0: The fears of a she-session turned out largely to be unfounded. The Women are returning to the labor market it's becoming increasingly common to see women for example having project management roles or generally management positions within construction
4: women like ava sadohat i knew i wanted to work in construction management sadohat joined the construction industry two years ago as a project engineer today women make up just 14 percent of the construction industry but it's the highest on record I think it was definitely intimidating. My only knowledge of the construction industry was that it was pretty heavy uh, and male-dominated. But the more that I started working in the industry and the more people I came into contact with, I think I realized pretty quickly on that there's a place for everyone in construction. Do you see the construction industry as where you want to build your career? Definitely. Early next year, the Schnitzlers will welcome baby number two, another boy. But that doesn't mean David is closing the door on rejoining the workforce one day.
0: I won't say that I'm out of the workforce 100%, uh, you know, retired, what what have you. Um, But for the time being, we want to give our second infant son the the same thing that we gave to
4: our first, and that is a parent who is able to give them 100% now david's reason reason for leaving the labor force is because he wanted to stay home with his son and, and take care of him but that is actually a small percentage of men and why they're leaving the labor force economists say that a lot of it has to do with some men are out on disability there's mental health reasons incarceration but just as we've seen in this piece women stepping into more male dominated industries women are leaving female dominated industries like teaching and nursing. So we actually need more men to step into those roles. The pandemic has changed the way we work, but it's also changed what people are willing to do for work. It's such an interesting time coming out of the pandemic in the labor
1: market right now. I think that's good. I think it's a lesson barring the-
0: I mean, I I respect that man's choice. He wants to spend time with his family. I respect it. Uh, The thing is, you know, not every man Has that mindset to want to stay home, you know, with the kids. Some men are not homebodies. Some men like to work with their hands. Some men like to just be out and work in the office. It all depends on your mindset. But this does show uh, that the old school gender roles are slowly fading away. I mean, you will have that in some families, okay? But it's slowly becoming, you know, a thing of the past. That's basically it.
6: Okay.
1: The mental health issues yeah. and all yeah, that, course. right? But I think it's good because it's it's a reset. Yeah. Right. These roles that traditionally you thought were male, female shouldn't have been that way. But that's sort of that's what it was. It is what it is. Um, there should be more male teachers. Remember, there's a shortage yes. of, of male teachers. Uh, I think it'll help with the pay gap, with pay equity, Hopefully. Right? women going into roles or, and switching. I think that
0: that the gender pay gap is a myth. You know, you, you get what you work for. OK. You shouldn't be paid the same wage as a man if you're not doing the work okay it, all right i'm sorry <clears throat> i shouldn't have said it. when you're working right you get paid the same wage correct right for the same job okay but here's the thing you have maternity leave you have all these types of things so if you miss out on work you're not going to get paid the same all right there's an article called greedy work right and women want the positions high positions but they may not be qualified for those positions but they still want it anyway That's a problem. And then you want to say, oh, it's a gender pay gap. No, it's not. You're just not willing to put in the work. You're not willing to work the overtime. You're not willing to go for extra training. You just want the job because you were born a woman.
1: It'll help with that. But also, Poppy, as you know, I told you COVID had a lot to do with it. But, um, you get to a certain point in life where you say, eh, it's not about the job. You want to be with your family. And yeah. if I, at this point, where I'm, you know, about to get married, if I had kids, I would step back. Yeah. I would step back. And, and- I
4: told him he was saying this in your piece, and I said, just you wait till you have kids, because it's, it's more fulfilling, but harder, in certain ways, but harder to be at home. I have the most respect for what I think is the most underappreciated job in America, which is to be a stay-at-home especially when they're tiny. You, like your sister has raised twins. It's very, very hard. But but it is, it is everything. (laughs) And David said they both go to work. She goes to her job being a family physician and he goes to work. And there are studies that show um, that men that that are very involved in their children, which is why paternity leave is so important, from the beginning, changing diapers, doing the same things that mothers often and falls on them, are more connected to their child through their whole life.
1: Yeah. Through the whole life. I need to be able to afford someone to help me change the diapers.
5: You're fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Totally against the same, the alphabet marriage. All right, moving on. Here we go. Talking about Russia now. Okay, here we are. All right. Putin prepares for the next stage of Ukraine war, nuclear combat in this race. Troops boosted 350,000 to 1.5 million. Navy armed with hypersonic missiles and military sent west to tackle NATO, wannabes Finland and Sweden. I'm telling you, man. United States got to stop playing these games. Stop playing these games. Stop playing with Putin. Stop playing with him. Vladimir I mean, Putin has drastically escalated this Ukraine war
3: against, again, by raising his nuclear bomb readiness and bolstering his troops. Сил и органов государственной власти расширить состав штаб генерального штаба генерал-корный генерал. Здравствуйте, Товарищи офицеры,
6: товарищи офицеры. Хорошо известно, что сегодня против России активно используется военный потенциал и возможности практически всех основных стран НАТО. Тем не менее, наши солдаты, сержанты и офицеры сражаются за Россию мужественно и стойко. Уверенно, шаг за шагом решают поставленные задачи. И эти задачи будут, безусловно, выполнены на всех территориях Российской Федерации. Вооружённые силы и боевые возможности наших вооружённых сил увеличиваются постоянно и с каждым днём. И этот процесс безусловно будет, мы будем этот процесс наращивать. В том числе и на
3: новых территориях будет обеспечен безопасный Вся информация
6: о натовских силах, средствах, которые активно применяются в ходе специальной военной операции противодействия нам, нам хорошо известна. Всё это у вас имеется, и всё это должно быть тщательно проанализировано, использовано для строительства наших, как я уже говорил, вооружённых сил, Прожать поддерживать боеготовность и совершенствовать боеготовность ядерной триады. Это главная гарантия сохранения нашего <coughs> суверенитета и территориальной целостности, стратегического паритета, в целом баланса сил в мире. В этом году уровень современных образцов вооружения в стратегической ядерной ядерных силах уже превысил 91%. Продолжается перевооружение полков РВСН на современный ракетный комплекс с гиперзвуковой боевой частью «Авангард». В ближайшее время на боевое дежурство будут впервые поставлены межконтинентальные баллистические ракеты «Сармат». Мы знаем, там есть движение некоторое вправо. Это не меняет наших планов, всё будет реализовано. В режиме реального времени беспилотные аппараты должны быть увязаны между собой задачи, в том числе и, прежде всего, по материально-техническому обеспечению войск, имея в виду и технику, и боеприпасы, и так далее.
3: Третье. Будем...
0: European nation blasts Ukraine minority blasts Ukraine over minorities law. Okay. Ukraine's new law on national minorities have failed to take into account the needs of Romanian community in the country. The foreign ministry in Bucharest said Thursday, adding that Key's position on the matter regrettable, the Legislation adopted earlier this month was one of EU's key conditions for beginning ascension talks with Kiev. The Romanian ministry said in a statement that while the European Commission recommended that Ukraine should be granted European Union candidate status, it also insisted that Kiev should reform legislation regarding the rights of persons belonging to national minorities. It went on to say that it considers it regrettable that the law was adopted into the absence of a new consultation with the Venice Commission on the advisory body of the Council of Europe, comprised of the independent experts on constitutional law. It is also regrettable that the law was adopted in the absence of an adequate consultation with the representatives of the Romanian community in Ukraine. As requested by the Romanian side, the ministry added, while at stating that the Bucharest supports key European path and understands the desire of the FAT to fast track this process, the ministry noted that the untimely acceleration of the legislative process in this field had significantly affected the dialogue with the representative of national minorities. The ministry described in particular the law's vague wording on the use of language in education in the uh, official spear. Bucharest urged Kyiv to engage with the Venice Commission and follow through on its recommendations, given that the law on the national minorities enters into its force six months after being passed. The legislation grants national minorities in Ukraine the right to self-identification, freedom of public associations, and of peaceful assembly. It also allows national minorities privately and publicly, orally and in writing to speak in their native language, as long as that does not violate the law. The law to speak your own language. It's insane. However, a law that says that you could speak your native tongue as long as it doesn't violate the law. But this is, this is what Zelensky was saying about like he was fighting for freedom. I thought he was fighting for freedom, but you were making it a law that you could only speak your foreign tongue as long as it doesn't break the law. That doesn't make any sense. However, it also prohibits popularization and propaganda of Russia, as well as any efforts that foster a positive image of that country. In addition, in recent years, Ukrainian authorities have been engaged in a massive campaign to reinforce the standing of the Ukrainian language while discriminating against Russian, which is spoken by a significant portion of the nation's population and against the languages of other national minorities, prompting a massive public backlash. The truth is already coming out with Zelensky. Okay. This man is corrupt. This man is harming his own people. His people are getting fed up with him. All right. The soldier, his own soldiers are planning to kill him. Okay. People are not happy with Zelensky at all. Absolutely not. All right. And it's only a matter of time that his days are going to be numbered. And it's interesting how, you know, he tries to put put himself as a person fighting for freedom, but he's really acting like Adolf Hitler and he could be going down like
3: Adolf Hitler. That's interesting as well.
0: There talks about this this artificial womb thing. Looks like it's a reality.
3: You need. Oh
6: boy! Some help writing. Jasper is an app.
3: Any kind of. This is what having babies could look like in the future. It's the world's first artificial womb facility allowing you to choose your baby's hair color, intelligence and even heights from a menu like a game. Hector Life would be able to grow 30,000 babies a year. This is what having babies could look like in the future. It's the world's first artificial womb facility allowing you to choose your baby's hair color, intelligence, and even heights from a menu like a game. Hector Life would be able to grow 30,000 babies a year.
0: That is something. That is very interesting. All right. Hmm. Kind of like a custom character in the game, but it's uh, I know there's going to be complications with this. I just know there is. Just can't do something like that. And. Uh, there'd be no complications because you're going against nature. OK. If you really want to, you know, have the best stock, you just have like a woman wants a man that is six foot tall and uh, has a good job. Well, first, she has to put herself in a position to get that. And she just dates a guy who's six foot if you want the best genetics. Okay. But this right here, this is mad science. And I'm telling you, there's going to be some complications here. Controversial clinic expects to develop 30,000 lab grown babies yearly. Developer expects technology will be used around the world within the next 10 to 15 years. Parents will be able to watch growth and development of their child in see-through womb while monitoring health via app. Berlin, a biotechnologist in Germany is developing the world's first artificial womb facility, and it lets you choose baby characteristics from a menu. Life, able to grow 30,000 babies a year is said to be based on over 50 years of groundbreaking scientific research. The concept is the brainchild of the Berlin-based Hashem al-Ghali. He says the facilities would allow infertile couples to conceive a baby and become the true biological parents of their own offspring. So called elite package would allow you to genetically engineer the embryo before implementing it into the artificial womb. Everything from the eye, hair color to strength, height, and intelligence can be chosen, and inherited genetic diseases can be avoided. Introducing Ecto Life, the world's first artificial womb facility, in which is powered entirely by renewable energy. Algali says in a statement, per WNS, according to World Health Organization: Around 300,000 women die from pregnancy complications. EctoLife artificial womb is designed to alleviate human suffering and reduce the chances of C-sections. With EctoLife, premature births and C-sections will be a thing of the past. Hashim says it also offers a solution for women who had their uterus surgically removed due to cancer or other complications. It could also help countries that are suffering from severe population decline, including Japan, Bulgaria, South Korea, and many others. It believes the technology is available, available ready, and only ethical constraints are holding the concept back from reality. Something out of the matrix. Every single feature mentioned in the concept is 100% science-based and has already been achieved by scientists and engineers. The only thing left is building a prototype by combining all features to a single device, he says. In terms of the time frame, it really depends on the ethical. Guidelines. Right now, research on human embryos is not allowed beyond 14 days. After 14 days, embryos must be destroyed due to ethical concerns. If these ethical restrictions are relaxed, we give it 10 to 15 years before we life becomes widely used everywhere. Add to that five years of public awareness and education to help people become more receptive to the technology. The facility features 75 highly equipped labs, each able to accommodate up to 400 growth pods or artificial wombs. Every pod is designed to replicate the exact conditions that exist inside the mother's uterus. A single building can incubate up to 30,000 lab grown babies per year. The pods are equipped with screen that displays real time data on the development to progress of the baby. The data can also be viewed via phone app. Ectolife allows your baby to develop an infection free environment. Developed in an infection-free environment, the pods are made of materials that prevent germs from sticking to their surfaces. Every growth pod features sensors that can monitor your baby's vital signs, including heartbeat, temperature, blood pressure, uh, brain rate, and oxygen saturation. Algali, the artificial intelligence-based system, also monitors the physical features of your baby and reports any genetic abnormalities. Because babies are thought to be recognized. To recognize language and learn words while still in the womb, EctoLife Growth Pods feature internal speakers that play a wide range of words and music to your baby. An app allows choices, choice of playlists, baby listens, and to and the ability to sing directly to them to gain familiarity with your voice before birth. Our goal is to provide you with an intelligent offspring that truly is re- reflects your smart choices," says Hashim. The elite package allows you to genetically engineer the embryo before implanting it in an artificial womb. artificial womb. And if you want your baby to stand out and have a brighter future, our elite package offers you an opportunity to genetically engineer the embryo before implanting it into the artificial womb. site explains. Thanks to CRISPR-Cas9 gene editing tool, you can... Wow. This is, this is really like GTA Saints Row a like custom character you're customizing your baby like it's a like it's a doll you can edit any trait of your baby through a wide range of 300 genes by genetically engineering a said the genes the elite package allows you to customize your baby's eye hair color skin tone physical strength height and level of intelligence it also allows you to fix any inherited genetic diseases that are part of your family history so that your baby and their offspring is will live healthy comfortable life free of genetic diseases my thing is this right sheesh um what's to stop echo life from controlling your kids and making them like drone soldiers that's my thing what's stopping them from doing that i just want to know like you are these kids really yours because you're no longer really in control and you're giving all this power to this company who's to say they're not using these kids to build an army okay you try to teach your kid that uh, let's say um, you want to homeschool your kid and that kid just has a mechanism like no I will not be homeschooled I will go to the government school I will turn you into the authorities just saying each group of pods is connected to two central bioreactors This bioreactor contains nutrients and oxygen, which are supplied to your baby through an artificial umbilical cord. The bioreactor also contains a liquid solution that serves as an amniotic fluid that surrounds the baby in the mother's uterus. It's rich, vital hormones, growth factors, and antibodies that sustain your baby's growth and development. Thanks to the system controlled by artificial intelligence, each baby receives a custom nutrients tailored to their needs. That's what I think, man. I mean this this is wild. I don't know, man. I don't know. This this is crazy to me. You know? I this is something out of the matrix. That's how I see it. And it's uh It's insane. That's how I see it. It's uh science fiction come to life and it seems like an utter freak show alright that's all I got for now alright tell me what you think in the comments like, share, comment, and subscribe I'm done